0: Again, a non-gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. What's going on? I don't know. I think I need to go and pee. Okay, should I do it now on I your guess. face? Would you ever don't, do that? Don't we discuss? We ever discussed that
1: before? Would I let you wee in my face? No.
0: Would you ever let anyone do that? Not for free. <laughs> okay, cool.
1: You're into it, aren't you?
0: You've done. No, it. No, I'm not. You are. Some guy did it to you in the shower, in the bath, and I didn't ask him to. So it was kind of a surprise. What were you saying? Yes, yeah, so you're you into gonna it. You were going to tell me how much you were going to pay. Um, Sorry, how much you were going to charge. 50 grand or something. What? That's a lot of money. Yeah, but it's it's not something I want to happen, is it? You know, it's not too bad if they've drunk water and there's nothing like in it. It's bad enough. It's still humiliating. Some people are into that.
1: Hello to them. I'm not. Um, so yeah, it comes with a price.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get saving, boys. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay hey we're back in the studio Woo! welcome to again and on gay i'm james Barr.
1: yes i'm dan hudson this is again and on gay we haven't been in the studio for a long time
0: i know i've really missed it actually and i've missed the kind of yeah i think i have i've missed the sort of one-to-one podcast vibe really and i don't mean you when i say that i mean our listeners right yeah there's a different energy isn't there from a live episode to a studio episode yeah i like both and i've loved our guests on the edinburgh run and i'm actually we're about to put out our london podcast festival show yes with matthew todd and shay shay yes um and that's a really interesting amazing episode so i can't wait for you to hear that too but yeah it's just really nice to just be kind of like back in your ears are you gonna keep stopping and waiting for applause um probably not (laughs) are you uh maybe are you missing that kind of validation on a daily basis, because I feel like I, I feel sorry for you because I've kind of dragged you along with me. What do you mean? Well, I sort of dragged you into the limelight, haven't I? Uh, Not the limelight. What am I trying to say? I mean, when we first did a podcast live, you didn't really want to do it. I don't know if that's true, is it? I think it is. I think if you go back, you're like, why are we doing this? No one's going to come. I don't think I
1: did say that. I was probably slightly like apprehensive about doing, like, for example, the London Podcast Festival, which just the name of it sounds big. But yeah, it's funny. I don't really get. I don't really worry about live shows anymore. Also, we have, we've had a bad one and we got through it. <laughs> so, was that in Edinburgh? Yeah, right. <laughs> Hello to you. <laughs> <laughs> you make quite a good point. I've been taking the piss out of James and saying to the crowd sort of before we came on that they need to do what they're supposed to do, and that James had some issues with his solo show because the crowd didn't do what they were supposed to do. Aka laugh, yeah. But I don't know why I'm saying that because I'm. I know that your show is good and the crowds every time I've been, which is a lot, the crowds have been like rolling in the aisles. So I'm. I'm not I don't actually mean that, but it's just a funny thing to say. But there have been a couple of times when you're like, yeah, the crowd, the crowd weren't taking their cues. And when you first <laughs> said that, I was like, that's hilarious. But now, <laughs> having done like a run of Edinburgh, I am like, no, you're completely right because you do a certain amount of things a certain amount of times. And you're like, no, that is funny because ninety-eight percent of people think it's funny. The people who aren't laughing and aren't taking their cues are abnormal.
0: <laughs> well, I think I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily the way I would word it. I think um crowds are different. Yeah. And there's like a there's definitely a, a mob mentality within a crowd. And you have to get them on side. And sometimes, depending on the day, um, depending on the weather, yeah, people just in general, just a bit down. Yeah. So it's it's more difficult to get them to come out of the shell. Plus, also if they're really hungover because it's like a Sunday. Yeah. And it's late, then it's game over, isn't it? Our Sunday shows were some of our best for reasons I still can't. Yeah, that's true. Get actually, over. I guess. Yeah, I don't really understand that either. Anyway, are we going to put this out? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to if you were in our crowd. We loved you. Yeah. I had a, fi- a friend doing shows up there called Zach, and he um my fr- my friend Ryan went to see his show. And I saw Zach for a coffee the next day. And I was like, oh, how was your show last night? Um, And he was like, oh, the crowd were awful. And I was like, oh, that's funny. My friend Ryan was in the crowd. (laughs) And he thought it was really great. And I just thought that was really interesting. You kind of, when you say, oh, a crowd's not that great, or they weren't taking their cues, you forget that there's actually people in there that still perhaps really enjoyed your show. So it's not good practice to sort no of i know i know
1: I, shame a crowd no i know and i'm i'm enormously grateful to anybody who's paid us money and come and see us and actually i was quite taken aback a at how well our shows went and b when i thought we did a show that wasn't as good as other shows people were still like oh my god that's amazing thank you and tweeting us all this amazing stuff but also seeing other people n- negatively tweet about their own crowds did you see this yeah Which I just think is awful. Because I think if one person has come to see your show, paid £10, £2, 50p, even if they're paying with their time and it's a free show, you do the bloody show. Yeah. And you don't moan about it on Twitter. I saw a lot of comedians moaning about bad crowds. So am I missing that validation is a good question. I don't know if I'm missing the validation. I I, I don't know if I would zone in on that. But I'm definitely like... When's our next gig?
0: A gay and a non-gay. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Dan and I had a great outing the other day. A very good outing. Really? Where did we go? Manchester. You don't remember? No. We went uh, we went on a radio station. Oh, and- that and kind of outing. <laughs> accidentally, accidentally outed the radio presenter.
1: <laughs> so basically... James and myself were doing, uh, we've been doing a lot of press for our BBC Radio 1 documentary from gay to non gay. So we've been doing the rounds. You might have seen us on BBC Breakfast.
0: Oh, I mean, stop. Um, Stop doing that. (laughs) still doing what you've gone from being like no one listens to this podcast to being like oh yeah we'll be doing the rounds you've probably seen us on when, bbc breakfast when did i say um, when when did i say nobody listens to this podcast uh episode one were we on bbc breakfast yes yes we were okay fine yes no i'm just so, saying so, so you may have seen, a seen us on there you turn on your ego we were on bbc
1: breakfast it is what it is yeah you might have seen us on there you might not have done you might have heard us on various radio stations and on one of them We're chatting to this bloke about our BBC Radio 1 documentary From Gay to Non-Gay, which is out now on BBC Sounds. And James just assumes this guy's sexuality. Well, don't say just it like that. Just a sh- James he assumed. asked me
0: a question, like, <laughs> how did it make you feel sitting opposite mm-hmm. this guy trying to convert you? And I, I said, well, look, you've probably got no idea how that feels because, you know, you're both straight talking to Dan and also this presenter. So then Dan takes off, off his headphones and whispers <laughs> to me, he's
1: gay. Yeah, at me. but what, actually what I was doing was, before I had a chance to finish the sentence,
0: James was like, oh, you're gay. No, I went, oh, sorry, 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 you're gay. So, Dan, you don't understand because you're not gay. Yeah, on. but James didn't actually let me finish the sentence,
1: which was, but he's not out yet. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, the thing is, why would why would you tell me that when I'm speaking?
1: The reason why I did that is because you assumed he was straight and it was awkward because me and him, obviously, and all the production team obviously realised that he wasn't. So I, I was just, like, correcting you so you didn't continually say for the rest of the interview oh, you're straight, you're straight, you're straight, when he's not. But that's I'm why I did it. Lie, I actually like, took, one, I took one for the team, I went out and I lit him. I tried to help you out, but you threw us into the bridge.
0: You, maybe next um, time, wait until I'm not speaking to do that.
1: At the end of the interview, the, the presenter said, I'm so glad that's pre-recorded, and I knew exactly why he thought that, because he said, I'm not actually out. Everybody knows, but my mum doesn't know, so I don't want her to know. Obviously, we said we're very sorry. And we're only talking about it now because if you are going to potentially work out who this presenter is they don't mind as long as you're not the mum of the presenter
0: right <laughs>
1: if that makes sense and
0: also there's no way you'll know who we're talking about so there we go <laughs> just FYI, you should never out someone Fy, <laughs> you shouldn't straight wash everyone James <laughs> what just so you know I was like how did you feel as a gay person going through that so I was like okay he's not gay then right Otherwise, wouldn't you say, I can imagine how I'd feel, how did you feel? I just assumed that I meant he wasn't, you know, a friend of Dorothy.
1: Well, don't assume.
0: Have you heard that expression before? Yes,
1: I am very familiar with that expression, thanks. Do you like that?
0: Yeah, I think I do. I've never said it before.
1: Is one allowed to say that expression? I think so. So, oh, my friend, he's a friend of Dorothy's.
0: Mm, Not you. In fact, to be honest, it's like a phrase you used to say, because you didn't want to say the word gay. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like an old phrase, it's like a phrase that, in fact, that's probably why I used it, because he's not out. So I probably used that term because I don't want to say he's gay, because he's not out. What about the phrase, bats for the other team? <laughs> that's probably more of a phrase that a straight person would use. Okay. I don't really care about that phrase, but it does sound very blokey. Yeah, Because you're sort of making it sound like sport, aren't you? Yeah. Why do you have to make everything sound like Why does everything have to be about sport? Good question. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, bats for the other team, mate. I don't think I'd hear a gay person say that. Oh, she bats for the other team.
1: I remember this episode of Casualty once where someone was gay and they kept coming up with all these ways of saying it because they didn't want to say he's gay. And bats for the team was one and the other one was... Oh, this bloke, he's, uh, he's dancing at the other end of the ballroom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. He's dancing at the other end of the ballroom. That's amazing. If natural wellness is your goal, your average CBD oil won't cut it. NextEvo Naturals products use clinically proven smart sorb technology, so you absorb CBD four times better, with 30 times better absorption in the first half hour. And NextEvo is backed by more scientific studies than any other CBD brand. Try NextEvo Naturals capsules, gummies, and creams. Get 20% off your first order of $40 or more at nextevo.com podcast with code ACAST.
1: If somebody said that to you, would you logically think, oh, they're gay? Or would you just be like, what? I
0: think the person saying it was gay. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, why would you use such a colourful description? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm dancing at the other side of the ballroom. That's fabulous. Sass. I had to do an interview the other day. I was really angry,
1: <laughs> but mainly because like you just completely threw me under the bus.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it was an interview with BBC Suffolk. Yeah. And I'm having some health stuff, so... That's kind of why I pulled out. But also, I'm really glad I did because there was someone else in the interview that would have really triggered me. James texted me saying, I've just been sick into a bin. Can you do this
1: interview? I said, yeah, when is it? And it was basically like, right now. Yeah, three minutes time. I was in Waitrose and I'd bought like £25 worth of stuff. Well, I was in the queue to buy about £25 worth of stuff. And I was like, oh, God, I'm just going to have to dump this and walk out to do this interview any second. And I, I would never, ever do an interview on my phone anyway because it just, the signal isn't great and anything can happen in the street. So, firstly, there's a lorry that drives past me. You know, the whole of Suffolk has got to wait for this lorry to go past. <laughs> and i was in a car park i was in i was like a church car park or something so i was like well it can't there can't be that much footfall i mean there was because then some dog (laughs) starts chasing after me i'm not like president of the dog fan club particularly like i'm kind of indifferent towards dogs well i'm not indifferent i don't hate dogs but if there were no dogs in the world my life would be. Better than it is now, put it that way
0: (laughs) Dogs are the most beautiful things in in the world They have so much love to give In your opinion Also the way that they're breeded is I don't think you want to be loved The way that they're made I don't care how they're made Well you should care how they're made Well you you should should care care how milk's made But do you drink lattes? Yes you do So So shut up. So do you I actually don't anymore I've stopped (laughs) drinking milk (laughs) as much as possible Because I think it's gross I'm not getting into this
1: discussion Because you're more than happy to eat meat and everything else Anyway, I'm on there on BBC Suffolk And some dog starts running towards me Where's the lead? Great question. I'm on the phone to BBC Suffolk and they're asking me quite some some quite tricky questions, actually, which I wasn't really prepared for. And I just just wasn't expecting that level of discourse because the interviews that we've been doing have pretty much been the same same questions. So I was like, you know, I don't really want to be answering this. A, on a phone in the middle of the street where my signal isn't great. And B, when there's a dog coming at me. So eventually I had to say on, on air, sorry, a dog is chasing after me. Hold on. I think I handled it very well under the circumstances. And then... I had to basically just shout at this dog owner, who would do nothing to stop this dog attacking me when I'm live on the radio, saying, "Can you get your dog away from me?" And they did. At this point, I'm pretty sure the presenter turned my mic down because he could hear the cacophony going on in the background. I mean,
0: it's the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. And the reason I think it's legal, still
1: legal, is because of Brexit. (laughs) Put it to put it frankly, and nothing is getting done. Ah, The dog, sorry, the dog going after me. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Um, are you, are you everything okay Dan you sound like you're being mauled by a... um, sorry um...
0: yeah sorry are you, are you,
1: are you everything okay Dan uh, yeah sorry I've just lost my train of thought um... I'm glad everyone thinks it's funny and people are because everyone's been tw- tweeting me but <laughs> what do you think <laughs> I don't know what else I'm supposed to do what would you do if well, you're getting was... attacked by some, something live on the no, radio attacked, oh, yeah, I... of course I am what kind of dog was it I've no idea it was big and it was invading my space to the extent where I had to shout at somebody get it away from me I mean why didn't
0: you just stroke it I'm on the radio, live, Yeah, but just talking. put your hand on his neck and just give it a stroke. It'll I c- be fine. No, he's running at me. Why are you running? I'm running away from the dog. When did, <laughs> when did you start running and why? I'm on the radio.
1: I was trying to get away. I was trapped, by the way, because I was essentially in front of a school or a church Did you just provoke the dog? No, I didn't provoke. They believe me. They probably thought you were playing with it if you started running away. Well, I was trying trying to get away from it. The, this owner who was nowhere to be seen for about 30 seconds, suddenly appears and thinks it's completely fine to just have a dog like attack somebody when they're live on the radio. I know he doesn't know I'm live on the radio, but I am visibly trying to get away from the dog. I don't walk down the street with... Say if I did have chickens, I wouldn't just like let them loose and you know let them into the wild when people are on the radio trying to do interviews.
0: <laughs> people on the radio.
1: Do I come into your studio when you're doing the, 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 your breakfast show and it's radio with chickens and just start letting them loose? Do <laughs> I, I? No, I don't.
0: I'd love it if you did. You would not love it if I did. I You'd be would. like, what the hell are you doing, bringing chickens into the studio? No. Dan Hudson is having a meltdown this week about <laughs> dogs.
1: Also, I shouldn't have been doing that bloody interview. It was your interview. You bailed on it like two minutes before we were supposed to go.
0: Out. i honestly just don't get why you're afraid of dogs what happened to you it's not a question of whether i'm
1: afraid of dogs or not but you are afraid of dogs i wouldn't use the word afraid but they're you just, are afraid just...
0: that's why you're running from a
1: dog no i'm running because i'm on the bloody radio whether it was a dog or a chicken or or
0: it's <laughs> a... not
1: going to chase you i don't mind dogs that are like clean and have like a respect for my personal space unfortunately I don't really come across
0: them. Do you not find it funny when they're in the street and they start sniffing at each other, up in each other's bum holes? No, not really. Especially
1: when we're in London when it's taking up valuable space.
0: Gosh, you're so wow. miserable.
1: Thanks for listening. You can no, listen no, to no, all our various... it end hasn't end yet. Yeah, no, it hasn't. No, I've got a question. What? What did you say to the question about a pill to stop people being gay? Well, thanks for listening, firstly, to the interview that you were supposed to do. I'm just
0: intrigued to, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just intrigued to know what you said. And I, I have no idea what I would say, so I'm, I'm interested. I can't remember what I said. What was the question? I get well. That is a cliff. If
1: there was a a magic pill, shall we say, that had no side effects, would that
0: be okay if somebody genuinely just didn't want to be gay?
1: I think you'd have to ask yourself why somebody doesn't want to be who they are and and why that is.
0: I think that's a good answer. I don't know what I would say if they asked me that. I'd be really offended by the question. Who are you? Like, why? Well, I don't think. Why are you so repressed? I don't think this presenter thinks. He's just playing devil's advocate, isn't he? There's no need to play devil's advocate in this situation. I agree. And that drives me mad. There doesn't need to be a conversation that is both arguments of like, well, you know, gay people shouldn't exist. Gay people should exist. There's, there's, There's not two different sides of the argument. Gay people exist. End of story. Yeah. Get over it.
1: I read this amazing book called The Loudest Voice in the Room and it's about Fox News. And what Fox News has done in America is move everything to the right. And their mantra... Well, their slogan is fair and balanced, which is laughable. But what they have done is by putting somebody on the TV who says that climate change isn't real, and by putting people on the TV who say gay people shouldn't exist, etc., it's providing this concept of, like, false balance. Well, this person thinks this, so we've got to get somebody who thinks that. And you're legitimising both sides of it, whereas 99% of scientists agree that climate change is happening. So by giving that 1%, the same airtime but they say oh we're fair and balanced and everybody else they're not fair and balanced they're just telling you the one side of the story we're giving you both sides and people believe that because that, Fox news is a runaway success story
0: in America. yeah but it's so stupid because as you say 99 percent of scientists yeah. it's stupid to then give that balance yeah as it is to give gay people or the argument about gay people existing, balance. Like, yeah. we do exist, fact. We've always existed, yeah. fact. And that's the end of the story.
1: I don't disagree. I no, just, I'm not going to play devil's advocate for,
0: for exactly the reason. Let's not do fair and balanced here. I'm so happy you did it and not me. That would have been a real test of my character not to get angry. I'm trying to imagine what I would have said if I was put on the spot and they asked me that. Can you do your best BBC voice and ask me the question? James, <laughs> would you support Would you support a pill But would... Uh, if you took it, you would stop being gay. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Oh, oh look how cute you are. Oh, bless you. What's mm. your name? Oh, it's really nice to meet you. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> it was just A dog just chased me. I think that's a ridiculous question. Um, would you take a pill to stop you being a <laughs> <laughs> That would probably be my reply. <laughs> Come and see A Gay and a Non-Gay Live. Head to gaynongay.com for tickets.